slides it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Price. Another spectacular stop. Broussard tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Marcel with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Friday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Hope everybody is doing well as we head into the weekend and lots to talk about on today's show. The Islanders will return to action tomorrow, Saturday evening, when they host the Pittsburgh Penguins. We'll have a full preview of that game. We'll also talk about why the best fourth line in hockey isn't living up to its billing so far this year and talk about why and what they might be able to do to help turn that around just a little bit. We'll have our Islanders birthday of the day and a whole lot more still to come on today's show. If there's something Islanders related on your mind, you have a question, a comment about something that we said on the show, a topic you'd like us to discuss, feel free to send the show an email, the email address LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the air when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I, and we'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. So, uh couple of little quick things first before we get to the uh, fourth line issue. The National Hockey League has made some changes to its COVID-19 protocols. The reason for that, obviously, four teams have had uh, a lot of positive tests and have had to have their games canceled. So uh, the league trying to reduce the possible issues involved and basically keep the season from going off the rails here. Uh, Glass panels have been removed from behind the benches. That will increase airflow. Uh, Now players and coaches will not be allowed at the arena until an hour and 45 minutes before a game unless uh, they are getting treated for an injury of some kind. And uh, basically all meetings that the team has Uh, They're going to try to make those virtual rather than uh, in person. And then the other thing is all 31 NHL clubs were instructed to space out locker rooms so that people are at least six feet apart inside the locker room. So look, 40 players right now are on the COVID list. That doesn't mean all 40 of them tested positive, but clearly outside of the bubble, COVID remains an issue for the National Hockey League, and it's something that the league is going to have to figure out. And look, we mentioned that, you know, the two games against the Sabres were canceled this week, and while that may help the Islanders in the long run, uh, or even in the short run, considering the team is on the 
five-game winless streak. Uh, you know, having the Devils and now the Sabres and one member of the Penguins, who we mentioned yesterday, also testing positive teams in the East Division where the Islanders play, they are being affected right now by these outbreaks. And look, if that doesn't change, if the league cannot get all of this under control, it's only a matter of time until the Islanders have an outbreak of their own. And it really isn't going to, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be that the Islanders players are violating the rules or doing something wrong. It's just a fact that this disease right now, until everyone can get vaccinated, you've got issues with this spreading. And the NHL trying very hard to make adjustments, but at the end of the day, it's a problem. And they need to try to figure out something to uh, get themselves back on track. But the good news is that the Islanders are scheduled to take to the ice uh, tomorrow and play the Pittsburgh Penguins. And, you know, there's always these contradicting ideas about what happens to a hockey team when they have a lot of time off, whether it's a bye week uh, under the old rules before COVID happened, or, you know, a team sweeps a playoff series and then has to wait for the start of the next series. And the crazy thing is that no matter what, the analysis always follows the outcome. So, you know, if a team has their bye week and they come out flat, well, oh, the bye week's the reason they were bad because they had all that time off. If they have the bye week and then they come out and play well, well, they needed the rest, they got healthy, etc., etc. A lot of this has to do with attitude. A lot of this has to do with coaching. And I think the one thing that I wanted to mention when it comes to the Islanders is that, you know, last March, a year ago almost now, when the season was disrupted, And the team went, you know, half of March, April, May, June, July, and into August without playing hockey. The Islanders were slumping at the time of the disruption, came back in the playoff bubble, and really played some of their best hockey in a long time. Let's hope that we have a similar reaction this time, that having a little time off, in this case, it'll be six days in between games, gives Barry Trotz and the Islanders time to self-scout, to do some analysis, to get healthy, to rest. Hopefully, Anthony Bevilier is ready to return to the lineup tomorrow night. And let's see if this team can get off the schneid and get back on the winning track and break this five-game winless streak where they are 0-3-2. We have still got a lot more to discuss on today's show. We'll take a look at the best fourth line in hockey and talk about why they're struggling right now to get the job done. We'll preview the game against the Penguins, looking at Pittsburgh and how these two teams match up, plus uh, our Islanders' birthday of the day and a whole lot more still to come on this edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, the Super Bowl is coming up this weekend. 
and there is no better opportunity to place bets on any sporting event than there is on this big game. And there is only one place that has you covered and one place we trust, and that is betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus. That means if you place $100 into your betonline.ag account, they'll put $50 more into your account absolutely free. And look, on the Super Bowl, there are so many things to bet on. You could pick the winner against the spread. You could bet on who wins the coin flip, who's going to score the first touchdown, or maybe who's the MVP of the game. Or maybe, Islander fans, you prefer to use your knowledge of the Islanders and the NHL and place a wager on that. Either way, don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget, use that promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. It's time to talk about our friends at rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the counterperson orders the parts on his or her computer, choosing only the brands that their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Rockauto.com is a family business. It's been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com right now to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers, and they have everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, or even a new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks, and they'll deliver it directly to your door. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and they're the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? So, go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Islander fans, get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts. All right, we have got a lot more to talk about. Let's start with the fourth line, you know dubbed the greatest fourth line in hockey, and it has been for most of the time it's been together, but right now the line is struggling. Casey Sezikis, nine games played, one goal. He is a minus three on the plus minus. And, you know, the amazing thing or the uh, confusing thing is that for some of the players on this line, hits are down. Casey Sezikis, nine games, just 11 hits. Now, he's doing very well in the face-off circle, but overall, this line is struggling. Cal Clutterbuck, two assists, a minus three in nine games. He does have 32 hits, which as of right now, places him first on the Islanders, but uh, struggling offensively. And then Matt Martin, nine games, a minus one. 
no goals, no assists, no points. Yes, he has 29 hits, which is a decent number, but, you know, the line is just not getting it done. And the thing you have to remember right now, more than uh, anything else, is that, you know, that the Islanders are paying the players on their bottom six forward positions a lot of money relative to where they normally are paid. You know, a lot of teams, they'll put together a fourth line with, you know, one or two or sometimes even three players making at or close to the league minimum uh, guys on entry-level contracts. And, you know, right now this line of Sezekis, Martin, and Clutterbuck uh, according to moneypuck.com, and, and there was a good article on this uh, on Eyes on Islanders, but uh, according to moneypuck.com, the Sezekis, Martin, and Clutterbuck line struggling, and they are the third lowest ranked line uh, through nine games right now, and that is truly not very good. For every goal scored, or a .9 goal scored, actually, they're giving up two, and that is just not a, uh, a a good statistic. So offensively, look, they're not really designed to score a lot of goals, but they actually have, between the three of them, uh, you know, one goal through nine games, and then the other issue is, of course, defensively. Now, look, I am not sitting here trying to uh, say that they have to break this line up, that they're no good anymore. No, no. It's nine games. These are veteran players. These guys are good at what they do, and I am still confident that they will somehow come around. But when you talk about the best, the best fourth line in hockey, you have got to get that line going again. And I think, you know, the Islanders especially, they are a team designed to, you know, play well in their own zone and slow down opponents and check them and beat them that way. Well, the fourth line sets the tone for the rest of the team when it comes to doing that. And it's something that they really need to get back to doing the way they really know how. Because right now, they are not getting that job done the way that they typically do, and it's got to change. It's absolutely got to change. So, I am not panicking. To me, this fourth line will settle down. And, you know, the good news is this. If they don't settle down, if for some reason they continue to struggle, the Islanders have plenty of players who they can plug into the bottom six forward positions and adequately, you know, get good enough play, so to speak, there to do their job. What they need to do, however, right now is get that fourth line back on track. And maybe this rest, maybe this, you know, six days in between game situation is the best thing for this fourth line. And when it comes to guys like Clutterbuck and Sezikis and Martin, those are veterans. Those are leaders in the locker room. And I get the feeling that this rest will be good for them to get things back and straightened out. So 
keep an eye on it. It's a problem early, but I'm not saying that it's going to be a problem permanently for the Islanders, but the but the fourth line has got to get back to what it does best. All right, when we return, we'll have our Islanders birthday of the day and a look ahead to Saturday night's game against the Pittsburgh Penguins. More to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, it's time to talk about our friends from Built Bar. Built Bar really is the best tasting protein bar ever. It comes in 18 amazing flavors. They have flavors that are nut-free and those that have nuts. And all 18 flavors are covered in 100% chocolate, and they're soft and easy to chew. And think about some of these flavors. Caramel brownie, apple almond crisp, mint brownie, salted caramel, toffee almond, peanut butter brownie. You can't go wrong with any of them. And all these bars are covered in 100% chocolate, and they are soft and easy to chew. Built Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber, and that means they're great for the keto diet. Let's talk about the coconut almond flavor, 18 grams of protein in every bar, just 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, and only 5 grams of net carbs. So, these are great for the keto diet. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 20% off your next purchase at BuiltBar.com. That's promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Every Friday on Locked On NHL, join Joe DiBiase of Locked On Sabres and Tom Gazzola of Locked On Oilers as they round up the biggest stories of the week in the NHL and get you prepared for the league's busy weekend slate of games. From breaking down the latest blockbuster trade to sizing up the rivalry matchups on Saturday night, Joe and Tom have every angle of the league covered to close your week. Subscribe to Locked On NHL wherever you get your podcasts. All right, time for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And today, we want to wish a very happy birthday to Andy Hilbert, who will be turning the big 4-0 on Saturday. So we wish the Howell, Michigan native uh, a happy 40th. He was originally drafted by the Bruins in the second round in 2000, spent a couple of seasons at the University of Michigan before coming up with the Bruins, joined the Blackhawks and Penguins before becoming an Islander in 2006-2007, spent three years with the Isles before concluding his career with the Minnesota Wild. And Hilbert, you know, one of those checking forwards who wasn't afraid to go into the corners, got, you know, his share of goals, but was never a prolific goal scorer. His best year with the Islanders was 2008-2009 when in 67 games he had 11 goals and 27 points. Did play in five playoff contests with the Islanders back in 06-07. We're going to look at one of his better games with the Isles, Islanders and Sabres in Buffalo on November 22nd, 2008. Islanders have Joey McDonald in goal while Buffalo had Patrick Laleem and the Islanders. Getting on the board first, Andy Hilbert, our Islanders' birthday of the day. His fifth from Trent Hunter and Josh Bailey at 14:20, and it's 1-0 Isles. But with a little over a minute left in the period, Mark Mancari gets his first goal for Buffalo. Paul Gausted and Daniel Paye with the assists, and it's 1-1 at the end of the first period. 
Islanders got the only goal of the second period. John Sim, his fifth from Mark Streit and Chris Campoli at 741. That was a power play goal as Tony Lidman was in the box for hooking. After 40 minutes, it's 2-1. Islanders in the third period. Bill Guerin gets the Islanders' lead to 3-1. His seventh from Andy Hilbert and Doug Waite at 424. Buffalo comes close on a goal with Derek Roy, his fourth, but with a couple of seconds left, Mark Streit, an empty netter, his fifth, Doug Waite with the only assist. Islanders go on to win by a score of 4-2, to two, and our Islanders' birthday of the day, Andy Hilbert, a goal and an assist to pace the Islanders. He and Mark Streit both did that, Doug Waite with two assists in this one. And uh, as far as shots on goal, Hilbert and Trent Hunter tied for that with four each. Joey McDonald, 35 saves in this one. The Islanders were outshot 35, uh, 37 rather to 26, but they come away with the win. And uh, obviously we wish Andy Hilbert a very, very happy 40th birthday and many, many happy more. All right, Islanders getting ready to take on the Pittsburgh Penguins for this weekend. And again, you know, all these games are important if you're the New York Islanders right now. There is no way around that. Uh, you had these six days off. The Penguins fourth right now in the East. Five wins, four losses, one overtime loss. So, 11 points in 10 games with a win in regulation. The Islanders could be one point behind the Penguins with a game in hand and getting right back into the thick of this uh, playoff race. Right now, the, uh, the uh, Penguins more or less alternating goaltenders. Tristan Jarry has six starts. Casey DeSmith has four. But, uh, so Jarry getting a little bit more of the uh, action, although DeSmith has the better statistics. Sidney Crosby leading the team with four goals and eight points, followed by Brian Rust, Jake Gunsel, and uh, Teddy Bluger. Those are the top four scorers right now on this team. Pittsburgh uh, struggling in the power play department and the penalty kill. 22nd in the league on the power play with a 13.9% success rate, and the penalty kill is 24th. Pittsburgh's big issue has been defense. They are 27th in the league right now uh, as far as the uh, goals allowed. Right now, if you look at their line combinations, uh, the way it's been so far this season, you've got a great first line with Crosby, Gunsel, and Brian Rust. Evgeny Malkin is the second-line center. Jason Zucker and Kasperi Kapanen are his wingers. Teddy Bluger is the third-line center. Jared McCann and Brandon Tanev are his flanks. And then you have Mark Jankowski as the fourth-line center with Drew O'Connor and Sam Lafferty on his wings. Now, John Marino was on the COVID-19 list. We'll check on his availability for the next game. He and Pierre-Olivier Joseph are the top defense pairing under normal circumstances. Chad Ruwedell and Cody Sessi are the second pairing, and ex-Islander Kevin Churchman has filled in on that third defensive pairing with Yannick Weber. And uh, 
Let's see whether Churchman is available. A lot of injuries right now on the blue line for the Penguins, including Chris Letang, who is listed as day-to-day and will check on his status. Uh, Jarry and DeSmith are the goaltenders. Look, the Islanders, if you look at it, should be able to get healthier against this Pittsburgh team offensively. This is a team that's given up enough goals that the Islanders should be able to get at least three and start to get their offense back on track. It's something they have to do and that we hope they do. And uh, again, this is not a must game, but realistically, you got to get at least a point, preferably two, in this home game against the Pittsburgh Penguins. That's going to do it for us on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Have a great weekend, everybody. Stay safe. Enjoy the game Saturday night. And of course, let's go Islanders.